The following program contains important but graphic material. These topics are designed to foster discussion, but may be objectionable to some. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. This program is a training program on human trafficking, sextortion, social media exploitation, and child pornography based on actual cases. Our mission is to eradicate human exploitation and bring predators to justice. Now, here is the host of the program, Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. This is Opal Singleton. I am the host of your show today, and uh, I'm really, really looking forward to this particular show. I've kind of started to call it global social technology, kind of a new term that I'm putting together. It's always interesting when I work on these projects. I, I am known for my research. I've done literally tens of thousands of hours of research on the subjects that you heard about earlier. And uh, I always say, how do I reduce it down to a few words that are powerful words that will convey what I'm thinking and um, really bring the the picture home to you if you're a first responder or a social worker or a parent or a a therapist, uh, whoever you might be, how do I reduce this down so that you can kind of put your arms around it? So uh, I really kind of want to talk from the heart today because this is a work in progress. But where I'm at is I want to explore with you this concept of global social technology You are welcome to call in. You can call in at 866-472-5788. I'll give that again in a minute. Well, I'll just do it now. 866-472-5788. So what has happened is in the last six to eight months, as I've been releasing my new book, there has been uh, some just monumental changes going on in our society having to do with technology and how it's changing our kids and our kids' relationships. And that's what I want to explore with you today. My new book, Societal Shift, A World Without Borders, A Home Without Walls, has just released in the last two weeks. It has been just uh, amazing, all that's happened. I, I am just kind of blown away. The, the, the national press releases have just gone out in the last two days, and it's really, really exciting to see the conversation start That book, Societal Shift, is meant to be a conversation starter. Let me just kind of paint a picture of where I'm going on this. In the past six months, actually even the past nine or ten months, there have been just kind of back-to-back onslaught of changing technology. And each and every one of those technologies has one additional layer to it of how it will affect our kids. So what I try to do is I try to merge the technology with the psychological impact on both child and parent in our society and overlay that with how that's going to affect crime and crime solving. It's kind of how my brain works. I've been doing it 10 years, and I I find it um, 
you know, sometimes it's a hard place to live. People say, well, how do you do this? Well, I have no life. (laughs) But I do this because I can, and I see it because I can. The hard part for me is how do I get it out of my head and my heart and over to you? The first thing that I started to see was this idea of encryption. Encryption is basically, you know, the message goes in, the message comes out, but in the middle, they change the message so you can't read it. And so it has a bunch of garbly goop in there. That's a technical term, by the way. <laughs> anyway, And so mom and dad and, and law enforcement, we can see the message go in and the message come out. Now, that's been going on for quite a while. Quite frankly, uh, Jeff Zuckerberg is saying that's really his uh, forte. That's really where he's headed with all of his products, uh, all of his um, Facebook and Instagram and all of those, so that you have complete privacy. Well, that's a good thing and a bad thing. You know, anytime you put up a wall, then you block off what you see on the other side. So complete privacy for you, mom and dad, to use encryption, nobody can tell what you're seeing. That is true of your child also because what apps do they use? Instagram, Snapchat, you know, now TikTok. So if they're living in a world where you can't see what they're doing, that puts all the onus on them to be responsible or not. So that in itself, that's just one of many things we're going to look at. So what we're doing is we're putting our kids in a world of global social technology where we give them all the power and all the decision making. So, you know, okay, you know, that's okay if your child is 15 and they're smart and and they don't take chances, they're not... uh, you know, uh, impulsive, they have good judgment, they have mature thinking and like that. Unfortunately, many of the kids that we are putting on there are 11 years old, 12 years old. Sometimes they're nine years old and they do not have good judgment. They are impulsive. They don't have cognitive reasoning. They are not prepared to make good decisions. So the first challenge is that Global social technology is placing all the onus on young people before they are ready. And so that's a challenge because you, mom and dad, can no longer see what they're doing. And quite frankly, only with a great deal of effort can we as law enforcement see what is going on there. Then we give them vaporware. Now, vaporware is live streaming. And live streaming is a good thing except that it is live streaming. So it isn't like you can just, well, you can save it and then review it and share it and like that, and then it becomes, you know, uh, not live at that moment. But much of your live streaming is taking place live. So mom and dad, if you're not in the room when they're doing their thing, you're probably never going to know what they did. It's kind of like FaceTime in in a phone call. And that is true of law enforcement. It takes law enforcement a while to get a search warrant. So that puts all the onus on the transmitter. You're starting to get a trend here is that in each and every one of these technologies, all the responsibility is on the user 
to be mature, to show good judgment, and to not take any chances, not take any risks, not do anything stupid like film your phallic symbol and send it off to your girlfriend. You know, it is asking you to be a mature adult, except if you look around at the world of social media, most of the young people that are using it are 12, 11, 10, even 13, 14, and they do not have the cognitive reasoning of an adult. So this is global social technology that we're talking about here that is changing your child changing their relationships, changing their perception of sex, and also changing the risks that they take. And that's what I want to explore as we go through this. How do we as a society deal with global social technology? Then we have things like geo-based uh, technologies. All of these main technologies, including TikTok, including Uh, Many of your live streaming are all geo-based. What do I mean by that? I mean that if they take that, that live stream or that photo in their bedroom, then, you know, bad guys can tell where it was filmed and where they're at. Things like TikTok and uh, Live Me, which is live streaming, just announce where you're transmitting from. I did a show recently on Tango. Tango is a four-mile geo-based app. It's an older app now, but for a long time now, communities of kids have been forming in a four-mile radius on Tango because they can tell where they're transmitting from. So we have these geo-based. Now on TikTok, we have open profiles. They have taken away any of the privacy settings And so you're either on or off. Well, if you're on TikTok, you want to be discovered. It's kind of like the world stage for America's Got Talent or something. Uh, And you make a 15-second video, you perform, and then you see who you can draw in there. So, you know, your profile is public on there. By the way, your mobile phone, too, so that they can text you afterwards. So we've entered in a global society where there's almost no privacy going on. So all of these technologies have come on, and it is changing the way our kids operate. It's changing the way uh, our kids see relationships. And I, I talked about this recently on as I understand how TikTok works. Now, TikTok is T-I-K-T-O-K. It is now the world's most downloaded app. In fact, in six months, TikTok bought Musical.ly, and in six months, TikTok surpassed Facebook, Instagram, and Snapchat in the number of users. Literally 30% of all apps downloaded last month are TikTok apps, and they are on a roll around the world. And as I began to look at it, I'm on it, by the way. It's a lot of fun. I can see where there could be many dangers for young kids on it as we begin to talk. But, you know, in, in essence, it's quite entertaining. And people film their dog or their cat or they twerk or they do something kind of fun. And they are looking to see, you know, what what is happening to themselves and, you know, how they get to be famous and like that. So I get all that. 
But it also is changing the way our kids perceive themselves and perceive what is happening out there as far as the dangers. How do they form relationships? How do they figure out who's a good guy, who's a bad guy? You know, how does all of this work? And so with that, we find that the world has changed. So what I want to do is I want to come back and we're going to explore this some more about how global social technology is changing your child. So we're up against that break, folks. We'll ask you to stay with us and we are going to be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. This is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Did you know that every day in America, more than 9,000 kids are sextorted? That means blackmail with an illicit or naked photo. This does not have to happen. Million Kids has been educating in schools for over eight years now. And it is my dream to make a documentary that we can give to free to every school in America across the nation to educate our kids about how the Internet works and and where a naked photo goes when you hit send. But we need matching funding on this. So if you have it in your heart today to support us in this documentary, please go to GoFundMe Million Kids. That is GoFundMe Million Kids and donate today. We can make this world a safer place for your kids and our kids. GoFundMe Million Kids. Thank you for your support. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. 
Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though. So this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all of our show archives on demand. All from your iOS, Amazon Kindle, or Android device. Download it from the Apple App Store, Amazon, or Google Play, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. You are listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Hello and welcome back. We are talking about how to teach our young people to live in global social technology. My name is Opal Singleton. Uh, This is Million Kids that puts this show together. I would invite you to follow Million Kids on uh, Facebook. Just go to Facebook, find Million Kids and hit like. I am not a big fan of Facebook, but we have one incredible site. If you want a lot of free information and really understanding these issues and looking at cases on there, go to Million Kids Facebook. We also have millionkids.org. You will see on there that we are in the process of trying to raise money for a documentary. I want to do a documentary called Impact Your Place in History, where we explain to young people across the nation for free. I want it in every schoolroom in America about how all this technology works so that they understand the world they live in. I've come up with a new term today called global social technology because I've been trying to uh, kind of funnel down how do I explain to you all what is happening. Our world took a left turn recently, and uh, that's the reason why I wrote the book Societal Shift, A World Without Borders, A Home Without Walls. Next year, the entire world will be connected by Internet. It has never happened before. And it is changing the family dynamic. It is changing uh, relationships. It is changing how our children operate and perceive relationships. And I want to talk about that. So from a technology standpoint, what we're doing is we are putting our child on the World Wide Web on stage where they are performing in front of tens of thousands, sometimes millions of people, and they those people know where our child is transmitting from. They can text back to our child and reach our child, and our child is on that stage performing, wanting the approval of the people in the audience. And much of this is taking place on technology that you, mom and dad, do not either know, understand, 
or are not cognitive of all the implications of what is going on. But where I really want to go on this is I want to examine how it's changing our children, their perceptions of sex, and their perception of relationships, and how they evaluate relationships. So basically, what I have just talked about earlier is our child is kind of in a um, vacuum chamber, <laughs> for lack of a better word. You know, they're in there because of this technology. They're in a world where they are on their own making decisions. And uh, that, that is because we have encryption. You can't read it. They have vaporware. If they transmit it and they don't save it, then you don't know about it. They have, it's geo-based so people can tell where they live. So in essence, you've taken your child out of your safe little home, your isolated little hut that they live in, okay, and you have put them on the global stage. And you say, well, how did I do that? You did that because you don't know what they're doing. And you're putting young people on there younger and younger without evaluating what is happening and whether or not that child is ready for it. It's, a, it's just a fascinating thing that is going on here. Much of the problem is the fact that the parents have a veil of denial going on. They're good parents. They care, but they're overwhelmed by all this technology that's in some of societal shift. Uh, you, you give the child the technology without understanding what you're giving that child. And then when it goes wrong, you blame the technology. I was saying in my book, Societal Shift, it's kind of like telling your kid it's okay to go out and play on the freeway. And then when they get run over, you blame the pavement. You know? <laughs> and it's, it's kind of an interesting time in our society. Well, I want to take this a step farther. Because what is happening here is, as we were talking about TikTok, is it really got my attention because it is the fastest growing app in the world and it's now the biggest app. And what is fascinating is most people think it's a little kid's game. They don't even look at it. Um, Mom and dad, if you have tic- if your kid has TikTok, get TikTok. It's not hard. I downloaded it myself. At least you'll understand a little bit about what they're doing. Now, TikTok's a lot of fun. I don't have a problem with it, except the farther you go. And, and in fact, let me just explain the psychology of TikTok, and then you can start to understand the psychology of your child being on it. Basically, your child makes a 15-second video, and they want to be go viral. That's the name of the game. So since this is the world's most downloaded app and everybody wants to go viral, it gets quite competitive. Uh, Some of them are just cute little dogs and cats. That's cool. And if you're on it, the first five minutes that you see these 15-second videos, they're kind of fun and like that. But you'll find that the longer you're on there, the more risque the photos get. And what you're seeing are nine-year-olds on there twerking and stripping and doing all kinds of things. And they are getting more and more extreme in the hope of going viral. And that is really what TikTok's all about. There's only two privacy settings on and off, and you're not going to go viral if you're off, if you're on and private. So you have a kid performing. They're in their, say, bedroom. Uh, they can tell where they're at, the people out in the audience. 
Thousands of people will watch. They can talk to your child. There's no profile on there. Uh, they can even send some money gifts, some gifts that can be transferred to money. Now, it won't be long till they can actually put in real money. So that is what TikTok is. Now, I want to talk about this from the standpoint of your kid. So we have gone from Facebook where we put our kid on Facebook and we said, now, you know, I'm going to approve every friend you got on there, you have on there, you got, where did that come from? Anyway, I'm going to, I'm going to approve every friend you have on there and you're not going to have anybody on there that you don't know. And if you don't like what they do, you can unfriend them. So you had some control and that's where we were five years ago. But on TikTok, you don't have friends or unfriends. In fact, the name of the game is to get the most followers and the most attention. So let's say you have a 12-year-old child and they make a 15-second video that's extreme and they send it out there because they want to go viral. You now have, your child now has, let's say, 12,000 new friends or 20,000 or only 8,000. Some of those people have 20 million followers. The whole idea is to get noticed, to go viral. So think about this. Your child now is doing this because they want to be discovered. They want attention. We call that available and vulnerable. And so they're out there doing their thing because they want to be approved of. And now we have gone from a relationship of who do you know on there? Did they Are they appropriate in their behavior? Are they trying to meet up with you? We're going to control that to mom and dad has no control. And there are thousands of people. You see, this changes how our kids look at relationships. And it also changes how pedophiles reach our kids. And that is very important. Because what will happen on there is that They sing, they dance, and then sure enough, here comes all of these uh, instant messages. Actually, they're like texts. And I'm getting them. I I have yet to make my first video on TikTok. I'm just on there to see what it's like. But I'm all day long going, hey, you know, your TikTok fam's looking for you. That's what they call it, fam, F-A-M, like family. That's no accident, by the way. When pedophiles are looking to replace you, mom and dad, they start providing them fam. So, you know, and all of a sudden, these people are starting to contact me. So think about what that means for your child. How do how does your child evaluate who they're talking to and what is being offered? It is piece of cake for some pedophile to just sit out there, look at a 9 or 11-year-old kid that's performant or even a 13-year-old kid, and then come back to him and go, oh, baby, you're good. You're really good. I'm a Hollywood talent scout. You know, I just sat here all day long looking at TikTok. We're looking for the next Katy Perry. I think that might be you. And so how does your child have the cognitive reasoning to understand whether or not that's right for them? And so what will happen here is that instead of the pedophiles secretly hiding out there and then coming through Instagram and building a rapport with your child, all they have to do is be in the audience and wait. Your child performs on that worldwide stage, and that guy comes in and says to them, 
hey, you're really good, let's talk. And so from there on out, your child is living in a fantasy world. They're living in a real world with a fantasy relationship with a person they have never met. They're unable to evaluate how good that person is, how bad they are, or what their intent is. So it is changing our child's relationship and perception of relationships. This is Opal Singleton. The show is Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. We are up against that break. I'd ask you to stay with us. We'll be right back. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips offers a psychological perspective on coping with common and current life issues. This show addresses topics as varied as marital stress, insomnia, depression, raising teens, campus violence, and building self-resilience. Listen in as Dr. Phillips and her guest experts share the latest in books, findings, and information that will inform and enhance your life journey. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. listening to exploited crimes against humanity if you have a question or comment please send an email to opal at millionkids.org that's o-p-a-l at millionkids.org now back to exploited crimes against humanity here again is opal singleton well, hello and welcome to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. We are talking about something I've started to call global social technology and how it is changing our world and our kids' world. So what we've talked about is in the last six months, we've had a whole bunch of new technology that has changed the way our kids will communicate and how they build relationships. And even more important, it is changing the relationship between the parent and the child because the parent is now blocked out technically. Not that the child wants it that way, although I'm certain that most kids appreciate 
having that autonomy without somebody looking over them all the time going, you be careful in that thing now, okay? The reason why I find this interesting is that nothing in our society that I can see, and that maybe that's an all-inclusive word, I don't like extremes, but very little is being done in our society to take a look at how this is changing relationships And how do we prepare our children for these relationships? Because think about this, you know, if you know somebody, if you're dating in real life, you're going to know all about that person. You're going to be able to banter back and forth and see their reaction and their facial expression. And you're going to share, you know, what kind of things you eat for breakfast and, you know, what's going on in your family and all of that kind of thing. But when you go on a World Wide Web, that does not happen. In fact, pedophiles understand that completely. They will give you just a very little bit of information and try to get lots of information from you because that is how they groom you. They want to understand who you are and help you build a fantasy relationship. So a relationship on the internet is completely different than a relationship in person. In fact, my book, Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers, which is still available, by the way, at millionkids.org. It's also available on Amazon. It has done very, very well, and I, I really appreciate it, and it's still doing very well. But that book is all about how Internet relationships are a lot different than straightforward real-life relationships. So what you'll have on there is that you have kids who are using real-life relationship criteria to evaluate fantasy relationships in the World Wide Web, which are not the same kind of relationship. You see, they're using real live emotions to evaluate fantasy relationships. And we are doing very little to prepare our young people about how this works. In real life relationships, you say something and they respond, and then you can kind of calibrate your response based on their response. And you can see what is happening. On the internet, most kids will tell you that sex on the internet is not sex, killing isn't killing, and they are living in a fantasy world. And they believe they can do that in a world with no consequences. And when I go out and talk in schools, we talk about, yes, you can do that in a fantasy world, but the minute you go out and meet up with that guy, you are all of a sudden in a world with consequences. The minute you send that naked girl a photo to your girlfriend, you are leaving the fantasy world and going into a world of consequences. And the reason this is such an important thing is one of the things I've come to understand in training kids in school is nobody is talking to them about what a healthy relationship looks like on the Internet and what an exploitive relationship looks like. I often tell them about the case that's in both my books, by the way about the girl who bought the airline ticket to go to Ireland, and she spent $2,000, and she was giving up a, a, a full boat scholarship to go to meet this guy she'd met on the Internet, and she wasn't going to tell her mom and dad. So we start to talk about if this guy had said to her, hey, baby, it's only six weeks till you graduate, you know, uh, I'll wait for you. Don't give that up. I'll just wait. 
I would not have been concerned that that was somebody who cared about her and what happened to her. But pedophiles don't ever do that. They say, I I don't care what it costs you. I want you to come now. You raise the money and you come here. And that is what happened with this girl. She raised $2,000. I like to share that with kids because we talk about how much money did he raise? What is he giving up? He's not giving up a scholarship. All he's doing is getting her to give up all of her dreams and telling her to come now. That is a hint right there that that is not a relationship. That is a negotiation, and she's losing. And we need to have that kind of dialogue with our children because if we're going to put our kids on something like TikTok, which apparently the whole world's going to do, we are putting them on a global stage with upwards of 5, 10 million people that may want to seduce our child. So how are we going to give them the tools to evaluate whether or not that's real? Keep in mind that anything on the internet is a fantasy world. I mean, in what other world could your child uh, sing and dance before half a million people or a million people or 10,000 people and maybe become Katy Perry? That is what it's all about. And so if we're putting them on there and they're doing their thing in the expectation of being discovered, How do we equip our child to understand what a healthy relationship looks like on that? Because we are introducing them to tens of thousands of people that you most likely would never invite into your living room. And we are counting on your child to have enough cognitive reasoning to understand that many of those people out there may not have their best interest at heart. And they are going to be pretend to be their new best friend and that they're going to be discovered. That is why your child's on there. We have gone from an eye-to-eye relationship where you can tell if there's hands crawling all over your body on the first date and get the hell out of there to going on the worldwide stage and getting as provocative as you want to do to get as much attention and then waiting to see what kind of fish you caught. Okay, and how many people start to come after you? How many people say, wow, you're really good, you know, or you're really awful, by the way. Sometimes they do that also. And so what are we doing to give our kids a skill set to be able to evaluate what they find? Most parents are not even aware their kids on TikTok, let alone have this kind of discussion. So it's distorting relationships. Because you don't really know anything out there, but you're using real live uh, emotions to evaluate your self-worth and your relationship with people you have never met. So no one is preparing them to do that before we give them the devices. Now, I want to take it a step further. I'm just wanting to throw this out there, mom and dad and first responders, for for evaluation, because what you're going to see is a lot more kids running away. Uh, I was very fortunate to speak yesterday at a bunch of um, uh, just some incredible, quite frankly, security people at LAX, um, Los Angeles Airport. And we were talking about this technology will result in a lot more young people sneaking out to meet their newfound friend. 
to meet that Hollywood uh, talent scout that has discovered them. And you're going to have more kids taking more chances, meeting up with more strangers, because one, mom and dad are not informed about how this all works, and two, nobody is teaching this child how to evaluate and change the evaluation. You see, they're using real-life evaluation standards to evaluate potentially a million people that they have never met, and some of those people do not have their best interest at heart. Also, I'd like to add to that that this kind of fantasy relationship changes their uh, their thoughts, their perception of sex and sexual relationships. You see, most of our kids, their first sexual relationship will be a virtual sexual relationship. And so how do they evaluate it? In a virtual sexual relationship, the sky's the limit. You're not really laying there eye to eye with another human being that you're connecting with that deserves respect and and being treated and enjoying a level of intimacy. Virtual sex is basically one-way sex. Now, you can live stream and and have that kind of sexual encounter with a total stranger. Quite frankly, it's happening quite a bit in these video game chat rooms. What is happening is they live stream right into your home. They can verify that your child is not a cop, but they can bond eye to eye with your child. And they can share many of the sex scenes that are in those video games. You know, think about that. You're in a video game. You need the approval of the people in your chat room. And now you're all looking at some heavy-duty pornography or animated pornography. And you're bonding eye-to-eye and sharing a sexual experience. It is different than two people making love. You know, you you do not have that kind of one-on-one intimacy with consideration Much of your virtual sex is one-way sex, and it has no consideration for the other people. In many cases, it's a weapon. Grand Theft Auto is notorious for paying 20 bucks, 50 bucks, 70 bucks for certain kinds of sex, and you kill her to get your money back. Many of these games, sex is a weapon. So what I'm sharing with you here is all of this that once took place in the home with a parent having that one-on-one sex talk about how you treat people with respect and responsibility and that you value and honor your own body, all of that is gone now because sex is being learned from a total stranger outside the context of relationship, maybe something where you actually get points for it in your video game, and now this is taking place with literally tens of thousands of people potentially beginning to interact with our child. It is, in fact, a global social technological change, and it is changing our society at the speed of light. My name is Opal Singleton. This is Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. We are up against that break, so I'm going to ask you to stay with us, and we'll close this out here in the next segment. Be right back. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Seduced. 
The Grooming of America's Teenagers. It's the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. If you are interested in real estate in America's largest city or anywhere, be sure to listen for Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco. Although our focus is on Manhattan and other real estate markets in and around New York City, we'll have plenty of information that will help you successfully buy, sell, and close a transaction no matter where you are in the world. Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco can be heard every Tuesday at 9 a.m. in New York, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. This is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Did you know that every day in America, more than 9,000 kids are sextorted? That means blackmail with an illicit or naked photo. This does not have to happen. Million Kids has been educating in schools for over eight years now. And it is my dream to make a documentary that we can give to free to every school in America across the nation to educate our kids about how the Internet works and where a naked photo goes when you hit send. But we need matching funding on this. So if you have it in your heart today to support us in this documentary, please go to GoFundMe Million Kids. That is GoFundMe Million Kids and donate today. We can make this world a safer place for your kids and our kids. GoFundMe Million Kids. Thank you for your support. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited. Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome back. We are talking about global social technology and the impact on our kids. If you're listening to this show at this point, I want you to know that we are doing everything possible to raise the funding to develop a documentary that we can place in school for free on this. I really believe it's urgent and critical that we empower our children and give them the equipment, the education to understand how the Internet works and the world they're currently living in. And so if you're interested in assisting us with that in any way as far as helping us raise the funding, I'm more than halfway there. We're getting there closer 
but just go to millionkids.org and donate. Also, our new book, Societal Shift, A World Without Borders, A Home Without Walls, is now out, and it's doing very, very well. I would love to sign a book and send it to you. They are $19. If you just go to millionkids.org, you can get the, the what we call the power pack on there. Also, reduced uh, price on there. I can't remember exactly what it is, but I think that it's $32 plus the shipping. And so... You can get both of them if you want to, but I would encourage you to educate yourself about what is happening. This is, I believe, the most important time in all of history, and to to just kind of go along our merry way and allow all this to happen without understanding and preparing our children, I think would just be a catastrophe. You see, what is happening here is we have literally had a global social technological change in the last few months as it's changed the way our kids meet absolutely millions of people out there and they are on display. We no longer have to wait for our pedophile to worm their way through Instagram and find our child and seduce them. Our child goes on the worldwide stage. They announce where they're at because it has geo-base on it. It gives them their profile. It gives them their mobile number so they can text back to them. And your child wants to go viral, so they are on the global stage, and now you have thousands of people trying to contact them. What are we doing to prepare our children for understanding it on a cognitive level But more important, how do we prepare them so that they understand the the emotional relationships that are building? You see, there are no real-life metrics to evaluate the integrity of the people they are talking with. All they know is they want to be discovered. They want to be Katy Perry. So they go on, and suddenly they have a lot of new friends, and they're famous. So how do we prepare them for what that relationship is like? Or they will meet a guy on the Internet and they fall in love and get that fantasy relationship we talk about in Seduced. And then how do we begin to help them understand the difference between a fantasy relationship and a real-life relationship? By the way, these adult dating sites are no better and adults are no better than our teenagers. You know, now that I've been a widow for two years, and it'll be two years this week, hard to believe. But, you know, I've gone on some of those dating sites, and I see those guys with their sailboats and their airplanes, and you're like, hmm. You know, and you go off on some fantasy, and you go, wow, this could be good. You know, maybe I'm going to have a whole new life here, and somebody's going to be a gorgeous hunk and come in and change my life and give me all kinds of exciting things to be excited about again and like that. That is a fantasy relationship. It is not built on reality. And so you take that from somebody like myself who works in this business and and sees all kinds of things to to a kid who's 14 years old and is convinced that this is some gorgeous rock star that loves them and they are going to go off and running. We have to give them the tools on how to evaluate a relationship in a fantasy world. And almost none of that is being done out there today. 
Well, folks, my name is Opal Singleton. This show is brought to you by Million Kids, M-I-L-L-I-O-N, Million Kids, because more than a million kids are trafficked each year throughout the world. I'd ask you to please go to Million Kids on Facebook and start to follow us. Just hit like, share it with all your friends. And also out there, I'd appreciate it if you could donate. Uh, you know, the way we keep these shows on the air and the education out there and the way that I keep educating kids and everybody that I do is at the goodness of each and every one of you that you are willing to go to meandkids.org and send us money. I really appreciate it. We are uh, we run very slim. I am paid by the Sheriff Department for part-time. Susie's paid at Amazon. Mona's got her own company. We all have other jobs. When people donate, we use it to save kids, to educate kids, to educate parents, to literally get involved, to help kids get out of the life that are being trafficked out there. And more important, we use it in ways to help runaway kids and help parents and counsel with them and like that. I can't do this work without donations. I'm a widow now. I'd do it if I could, but I can't, but I am not going to stop. We are going to find a way, number one, to make that documentary, and number two, we're going to keep going, and we're going to educate as many of you as possible. This is a changing time. It is a scary time, but it is also an exciting time. We can beat this. For me, this is the D.A.R.E. program of this generation. I know when you talk to kids, they get it, and they will listen. We truly are in a global, social, technological revolution. We are. And our lives are changing at the speed of life. This is the most exciting and scary time in all of history to be alive. But we don't have to take this laying down. We can empower our kids We can educate our kids, and that's why I need that documentary. So with that, I would ask you that if you have any comments or thoughts that you'd like to share with me, you can do that at opal, O-P-A-L, at meandkids.org. If you have an organization where you'd like me to come out and speak, maybe a corporation, or if you want to be a corporate sponsor of this show, then just let us know at opal at meandkids.org. It is absolutely critical that we educate as many parents and as many kids as we possibly can. We often go out to churches and and, uh, speak, and that's really, really critical to do that. The key is understanding the world in which we live, and that's why I do the research that I do and try to share it with you. And I really want to say thank you to all the people that have donated so that we can get this information out to you and so that you can be empowered. It is, in fact, a global social technological change. And it is changing at the speed of light. And the only way to work out with it is to stay informed. And that is what we do. So thank you for joining us this week. Please share this show with everyone you know. You can download it. You can share it and put it out there any way you want to. All these shows are archived at ExploitedCrimes.com. Go to listen. Go all the way down. You can pick up this show and share it with all your friends. You folks have a great week. We'll see you next Thursday morning at 7 a.m. in Southern California time. Have a great week.
Thank you for tuning in this week to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Please join your host, Opal Singleton, for another edition next Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll have another important discussion next week.